0: The
1: Lunar New Year is one of Korea's biggest holidays. Because of that, the true spirit of the occasion can sometimes be obscured by the sheer minutiae of preparation, logistics, and even ceremony. Today, we're going to slow things down, explore some Lunar New Year's traditions, and take time to appreciate what's really important during these kind of holidays. Join us now for this special Lunar New Year's edition of Koreascape. Thank you. Welcome to the program. I'm Kurt Asian. On today's show, we're going to be highlighting the friendships and bonds that sustain us, the ones that make reconciling cultural frictions a little bit easier sometimes, and life away from home and family a little more pleasant. We'll even be dipping our toes into saju, a fortune-telling tradition that reaches its peak popularity this time of year. And to help us navigate through these activities, as well as share their own experiences and opinions, we have longtime contributor Sue On and our own team member GP1 here in the studio. Welcome to both of you. Hello. What is up? <laughs> 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 a little smarm there, but that's good. I like it.
2: And that that Kyagum <laughs> solo yes. just put me in the mood. It man. really is oh, yeah. a
1: nice little bit of music, isn't yeah. it? It's, feels. Uh, yeah. It Happy feels New Year. Tradition- yeah, here we are.
0: Feels weird saying that, though. Happy New Year again. Happy yeah. New Year
1: again. <laughs> so... Here's the holiday. A lot of people have some time off, and uh, what, what, what kind of solal esque things are you guys doing this weekend?
0: Cooking, lots of cooking on both sides of the family.
1: Seriously, you've got uh, those obligations, even though you're far I from would
0: home. I wouldn't say they're obligations, but I actually really enjoy them. Being around family, and I love cooking.
1: That's right. You're a so, foodie type, yes. anyway, aren't you?
0: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Right. What about yourself, GP?
2: I'll be on the other end of that. I'm not. I'm not eating Sue's food, unfortunately, <laughs> but uh, I will be One overeating. Day and um i don't know i just just hanging out with my bros I, my family's bros. not here normally what i would be doing is um you know overeating with my family back at home in america and giving my money away to the younger relatives but they're not here either, so I get to keep my money this time around.
1: It's kind of a bro for you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. That's the hashtag for this episode, oh, bro-lou. Bro-lou. Yeah, GP bro-lou. and bro <laughs> uh, <did,
1: laughs> uh, yeah, uh GP, we know you're Vietnamese, Vietnamese-American. That's a, a Lunar New Year kind of place as well. Did you have a Lunar New Year kind of tradition growing up?
2: Oh, for sure. It was um, the highlight of the year because that's when it rained, you know? Like, that's when the money comes in and we have these red envelopes. Yeah. (laughs) Family made it rain. We're going
1: to hear more about that and we're going to talk to Sue a little bit about her traditions. We're going to introduce some special guests too uh, in the studio in just a moment right after this. This is Koreascape on TBS eFM 101.3 in Seoul and surrounding areas, 98.7 FM in Gwangju and 93.7 in Yosu. Thank you very much for joining us. We're about to introduce today's Lunar New Year's edition guests. You will recognize them as two regular contributors to our Saturday Corners of Korea segment in which they are lucky enough to travel all around the country and bring us back stories and tips and all kinds of cultural pointers from the various destinations that they visit. They are Samia Shamim from Bangladesh and a little bit of royalty from the Philippines. Princess Kate Corporal, not literally royalty, but I feel like you are, you're royal. How are you guys both doing? Pretty good. All right, welcome back. I'm glad that you're not traveling on this holiday yeah. and that you're here with us.
3: Yes, yes that's mm-hmm. good to be here. And
1: rumor has it uh, you may actually sing a little bit for us later. Is that true, what I heard? Yeah,
3: Ooh. it is. Oh, yes, my goodness. I'm
1: prepared. <laughs> Formidable voices here in the studio. And of course, we've got our two uh, guest hosts for the day, GP1 and Sue Ahn, right next to me. And next to them is a half of our famed expat intel duo, one of the millennial voices on this show, Kimberly Ng from Malaysia. Hey, Kimberly.
3: Hello, sitting in my little corner on
1: my own. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's a special place for a special person. Okay, so we're all here on Lunar New Year's Day, partly because, well, for some of us, our families are elsewhere. Uh, if you were there where, you, where, where they are, where your families are in your own country, what would your holiday weekend look like? Let's start with you, GP.
2: You know, um, all the... People in East Asia, I feel like, you know, I could be wrong. I haven't been everywhere, but uh, everyone kind of celebrates the Lunar New Year's traditions, things like that. Um, I know that's true in Malaysia. Um, I've been there in Vietnam, and it wasn't what I thought. I went, and everything was closed. I thought the streets would be busier. You hear firecrackers from time to time, and I love that, you know, because I'm I'm a boy and just what I did growing up. But I think that in Malaysia, they share some traditions for Lunar New Year's, too, because there's a large Chinese population. Right, Kimberly?
3: Yeah, that's absolutely correct. Well, growing up for me, uh, we would go back to my paternal family, uh, the home in East Malaysia. And my grandfather, who was alive at the time... Um, he would hire like the lion dances and they would come to the house and do like a huge performance with the drums and the bangs and all that really cool stuff and then there'd be firework, uh, firecrackers and the best part of it all is that I get to stuff my face with food I don't oh, get to yes. eat like I only yes. get to eat it once <laughs> a year and it's so good it's the best and I get red mm-hmm. packets of course from all of my aunts and uncles I have my dad has 16 siblings so I get red packets from all oh, of them You, yeah it was really it's, it's <laughs> the best time of the year actually better than christmas for me yeah
2: i looked forward oh, to it a lot as well growing up 16 siblings
1: that's 16.
0: unbelievable well i mean for me it's kind of weird because yes i am korean but i grew up in america my parents were both there with me however it's not very celebrated there at all you know things like that so i guess it's a little different but Hey, Princess. So, my friend told me that in the Philippines, where you're from, they actually celebrate later in the month, around I guess on the 19th. They celebrate with firecrackers. So, can
3: you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, right. Because in the Philippines, you have a very prominent Chinese community. So, mm-hmm. the Chinese New Year has become a national holiday already. So, that's why, um, just like the other Chinese dominated countries like mm-hmm. Malaysia or um, what else in East Asia, uh, yes. Taiwan or everywhere else, uh, there would be a lot lot of celebrations fireworks and uh, dragon dances red envelopes mm. so it happens all the time even for those uh filipinos like me who are pure blooded filipinos and mm. not really chinese but we still do celebrate chinese new year with all of those red envelopes and you know mm. watching dragon dances <laughs>
2: that's so <laughs> that's cool awesome. I, mm. that, I mean i can't even imagine what that would be like um i guess for me i you know, I grew up in California where there's a big Hispanic community. Maybe, like, me celebrating Cinco de Mayo, right? Um, that's yeah. awesome, though. <laughs>
0: that's
2: Simia. really awesome. Uh, you're from Bangladesh, right? Yes. Uh, is Lunar New Year's, is that a big holiday over there? I have no idea.
0: Um, well, actually, we don't have uh, a Chinese population in my country. or uh, But we do have a, a Buddhist community. And they, they do celebrate the Lunar Year and Buddha's birthday as, as well. Mm. So, um... The celebrations are quite similar in that community, like with fireworks. And unfortunately, I am not as lucky as Kimberly, who has 16 siblings.
3: Are, you know, well, no. I
0: don't. My dad has. Oh, yeah. 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 So, yeah, I wish I really envy you. Wow. No, but we keep I mentioning we these,
1: these red envelopes. Just in case you are not familiar, the red envelopes are the unmarried senior members of the family give to the or the married senior members yes. of the family give to the unmarried younger people red envelopes which usually have a little like in them right yeah. yes. so you can make some serious bank if you are an unmarried person but you gotta take well, a lot of stress from the, the parents and the aunts and the uncles for it
3: sometimes though sometimes <laughs> sometimes they only fill it with like a dollar and you're like thanks
2: uh.
1: <laughs> do, you still, do you still get money Kimberly I,
2: like, I go back and uh, my cousins I'm not married but my cousins are like hey give my kids some money and I tell them but I'm not married. They said I don't care. You have a job. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for it's me, cold, um, man. Actually,
3: for <laughs> me, it's really funny because my mom's side of the family is pretty big too, um, and I'm considered like the later kids, so I don't have that pressure. Even though I have nieces and nephews, which is Must great, be nice. and I still get to get so to nice. get the okay. red Okay,
1: so here we are in Korea. I guess the red the red envelopes aren't that big of a thing here in Korea, right? But there are other traditions.
2: There are white envelopes here. They're white envelopes. Yes. They're They're very white envelopes.
1: yes. Okay. Let's oh, move on to an interesting Korean tradition, popular around this time of year one that I have seen on plenty of busy street corners and subway station exits. We're talking about fortune-telling. It isn't the most common New Year's tradition among Western expats like ourselves. So to help get a better idea of what we're going to get into here, as well as to maybe outline our futures a little bit, we have invited Saju expert Janet Shin to join us. She's appeared on a number of other media outlets, including this one, and even lectured at embassies and ambassadors' residences before. Janet, thank you very much for joining us today.
0: Thank you for inviting me.
2: Hey, Janet. So um, thanks for coming so much. This is really, really interesting. Uh, I don't really have much experience with this. We have discussed fortune telling before um, in relation to Tojong Bigo. We talked about that on one of our um, Theory of Kriyas, right, Kurt? Mm -hmm. Uh, But Saju is a little bit different, I hear, and you're an advocate for Saju, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. And I heard they're both systems of fortune telling based on your age, you know, birth date, and even location of birth. Is that correct? Yes, even uh, I read the location of the birth mm. because it determines the time of the birth. Oh wow! Mm-hmm.
2: So, what are the differences between saju and tojang
0: Actually, saju means in Korean. It means the four pillars. Four pillars mm. are generated from one's birth year, month, day, and hour. Mm. So, from saju, we build the four pillars of one's destiny. And in the one pillar, there are two letters from the heaven and earth. So each pillar has two letters. So in total, it has eight letters. Mm-hmm. So in Korean, we call it 사주 팔자. It means four pillars and eight letters. So 사주, uh, we read the eight letters of the to foretell one's destiny. But 토정 비결, we only read one's birth, year, month, and date. Mm-hmm. That's it. And in saju, we actually... Uh, we can get over 250,000 cases of the destiny, but the Tojong Bigyo has only 144. So you can guess which is accurate. Saju definitely has more accuracy.
1: And this is the time of year when people get Saju. I mean, they're always getting it yes. for special occasions in their own personal life, but this is the big time of demand for Saju, right?
0: Yes, that Exactly. Since the Dongji, December 22nd, until we reach the Ipchun or Luna New Year's holiday mm-hmm. today, we, everybody everybody tries to read their year fortune. Wow.
2: Cases of destiny, she said.
0: But I'm really
3: curious, though. So what kind of people actually get it done? Is it people like me, like youth? Or is, is it like couples or older people, like grandpas and grandmas?
0: I can say most of people. Mm. As far as they are interested, <laughs> as as what's in? the majority? But yeah. but I don't I don't want to read the saju of the babies, oh. because the babies their future is wide open. I don't want to close. I don't want to determine their future by reading their saju. But once they reach after like twenties, thirties, most of my clients are at their age forties and fifties.
2: Um, is it really only popular this time of year, or do other people, um, do they go and get it at other points in time as well?
0: Of course, uh, people in their times of marriage, in their times of big business decision, uh, or during the period of the entrance exam, you know, yeah. in Korea, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, they want to they want to know which university they can enter, and which direction, and which major, People have lots of uh, anxiety and curiosity about their future, even about their present. Hmm. All
1: right, well, we've got two special guests in the studio today. We've got Princess Kate Corporal and Samia Shamir. Did I, did I say that name right? Samia. Samir. Samir. And Kimberly Ng as well. So we are, uh, we've taken the liberty of asking Janet to uh, give a little prognosis, a little bit of Saju, applied Saju, a personal interpretation based on traditional practices in terms of what the future holds for each of you. So keeping that in mind, uh, let's look at what the rest of the year, Janet, might be like for Princess.
0: Actually, I don't know who Princess is. Princess is directly across <laughs> okay. from you. She <laughs> okay. is Now from the I know. <laughs> yes. Now I know. But uh, once I read the Saju of Princess, before I knew her, I knew this person is, uh, she actually was born with the energy of fire, in fire.
1: Wow. <laughs> like Khaleesi. Got the power. Kind of. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and and in this hazu she has lots of peach blossom letters those letters are for the singer actor and entertainment uh, those who wow. are in the entertainment business <laughs> and she's actually pursuing the money the money mm. is your pursuit mm. and especially <laughs> the year in this year the year of um, monkey red monkey we call it uh, this year, she's facing the money fortune coming into princess's life. Oh, wow. Oh, Which is good. You.
1: Which is rain raining. <laughs> <them. laughs> mm. All right. That's pretty optimistic, princess. you got to be happy about that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Samia, actually, you demurred uh, the fortune thing. So we're going to skip over you and go to GP. Janet has a prognosis for GP. Janet, what do you think?
0: Uh, Saju of GP is quite different from the previous one. He has totally different energy, which is water. Uh, He has Yang water. Yang water represents ocean or lake. Usually different from the people of fire, water people are very calm, smart, intelligent wow. are you
2: mm. that is the question <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat>
1: i'm kidding gp i'm teasing
2: you. <laughs> so wait does that mean that um that princess and i like are, are we at opposite ends here or? opposite ends water that's right and fire fighting,
0: fighting. Water and does fire that say anything like we
2: can't be friends but yin and yang
0: yin, uh, yin and yang and opposite energy but uh, in our life, we are looking for someone who has some energy that I don't have. You know what oh. I mean? Ooh, opposites attract. Oh, no. Oh, is so, really interesting. Like, I should put a ring on it is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> but when we read the... Starting to see that fire in Princess's cheeks right now, so... She's dancing right now. Yeah, oh, yeah go girl. <laughs> yeah. When we read the people's uh, marital harmony or compatibility, we uh, read the two way. One is the similarity. And the other is the opposite, but how they harmonize it. So we just can't say if the energy is different, the person, that's not true.
1: All right. So apart Mm -hmm. from stealing princess away from her boyfriend, what does GP have (laughs) in the year ahead?
0: You know what? Uh, I read GP's Haju, and this year, 2016, he's going to meet a girlfriend. Oh, my goodness. A fire
2: girlfriend—is that—is that good or?
0: Yeah, I can positive way. Positive okay, it's going to be good. Yeah. Meeting a girlfriend is not always good, as you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But for Amen. for George, for George, uh, which is good. So maybe we Aww, can
3: eat very nice soon. GP. Yeah, there
1: we go. Okay, uh, you know, I
2: was I was hoping for something more like you know. I, I guess I'm so focused on my career that those other uh, aspects I don't really think about them too much. But um, maybe I've neglected personal happiness, relationships. So, okay. yeah, I'll take a good news where I can get it, definitely. Thank you, Janet.
1: Excellent. Thank you, Janet. And before we get to Kimberly's, I just wanted to return to Samia. You were very uh, demure and shy about having your fortune read. Any particular reason?
0: I'm just a bit paranoid. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You'd rather not know, right? That's yeah, honest.
0: I'd rather not know about the future.
1: Oh. That's fair enough. I can sort of relate to that. Mm-hmm. So far, Janet has given us very positive uh, prognoses. but there's I always it
0: stays that way. <laughs> I know,
3: right? <laughs> it's yeah. time
1: for Kimberly now. So, uh, Janet, wh- what does Kimberly have to look forward to?
0: Uh, Kimberly, she has the energy of Wanderlust. Ooh. Oh, I- oh, oh,
1: so Wanderlust. Yes. Yeah, she's going to
3: travel. Yes.
0: I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. Which uh, used to be not as positive... Character in the past, but now and in the future, I think wonderlust is going to be a very important energy for all of us. Mm. And yeah, wonderlust is related with the communication, broadcasting, mm-hmm. and some kind of IT mm. and trading and traveling. Trading, S- trading, and traveling. Good. And I think mm-hmm. th- this energy is quite um, active and positive for the future of the young people. And Kimberly, you are born with the energy of the earth. Earth is the energy to harmonize people around you. Hmm. And you are born with in energy, not yang energy. So you sometimes hide yourself. Hmm. You don't expose yourself 100%. But because of the energy of the wanderlust, you are always very open to people, Hmm. open to others. That's nice. Yeah, this year, this year for you as a field, as in earth energy, you are having some knowledge star this year, which is good contract. People will help you, especially people senior, not junior. The senior, older people will help you this year. And also this year is going to be very busy, career-wise. I like busy. Yeah. I know you will (laughs) like business.
1: So what you're saying is Kimberly's going to abandon
0: us.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wanderlust this year coming up.
3: Well, you know, I do have travel plans. Mm? Oh, do you? Yeah, I do have travel plans for this solar with my parents who are actually already here. And I'm also traveling later this year.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's that's There's really some cool. truth to what Janet... Oh. Mm-hmm. Very positive kind of uh, sadjus. I, I was afraid she was going to say, <laughs> you know, this is the year so a piano falls from the 32nd floor, you know. <laughs> but, yeah. Something absurdly specific. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't All know, right. you know. I, I, the sure. sadjus, thank goodness you did. I'm kind of like, I'm with Samia. I don't really want to know. I want <laughs> to... Uh, you know, make my own luck, hopefully. Mm,
2: Janet, yeah. you described some uh, personality traits. Mm-hmm. Does that tell us anything about the way we communicate with other people? It's something I'm very concerned with. So you said um, yeah.
1: um,
2: princess is fire and I'm water and Kim is earth. Is there any special way that we have to communicate with people or think about our wording or things like that? Any advice yeah. you can give?
0: So many times I was told about their, in the one hand, their curiosity, but in the on the other hand, their scariness about listening to their future about listening to their destiny Uh, I can I I should be honest because I'm a professional fortune teller I should be uh, honest about the truth but at the same time I should tell them about how to avoid how to improve how to enhance their luck so I can tell them how to uh, react how to um, counteract and how to communicate with others, like a feng shui cures, which item is fortunate for their, you know, to 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 bring in some good luck.
1: Mm-hmm. This way,
0: I can help them. I can promote their happiness. Hmm. Yearly wise and long-term wise and short-term wise. Mm.
1: Now and at the end of the day, we just have to remember saju even with all of the information that you're kind of processing, it still is a personal interpretation, right? It's not yes. something necessarily that uh, somebody has to uh, be obsessed with after a consultation. They can uh, sort of take it with either a grain of salt or they can, they're, they're, their life is still in their hands, right? A Saju does not bind them to any particular future, right? Saju
0: can't. Yeah. Of course. Yeah.
1: Alright, well that's our little Saju uh, presentation. We've gotten a few fortune readings, uh, so we're going to uh, wrap up the first half of today's special lunar new year's edition of koreascape before we do that i just want to say a special thank you to janet shin thank you very much for coming in and sharing your saju wisdom with us today
0: you're welcome i really enjoyed the time with you
1: great i hope you have a great holiday janet Stay tuned for the second half. We'll be discussing the friendships that sustain us while we are so far from home, including a few friends in the studio that we'll talk to. Perhaps we can even persuade some of our guests to perform a song for us. I bet we can. We'll be right back.